0: Hey everybody, we are still in the uh, break phase, which means that I am uh, doing a few bonus episodes between now and Christmas. I will take a couple of weeks off, but I wanted to record this quick episode of how I built bits uh, to show you um, or to tell you about really the Kindle Scribe, which I got earlier this week, and I have a few initial impressions on. So, if you're not familiar with the Kindle Scribe, it's a it's Amazon's version of the Remarkable Two. The big benefit for me, at least, besides the price difference, it's a little bit cheaper, is uh, that you get your entire Amazon library right on this device as well. So you you don't have to import. Amazon or eBooks or whatever, you can get them all in the Kindle uh, Scribe. So I'm going to give my initial impressions in this short episode of How I Built Bits. If you are a member of How I Built It Pro, you will get a video of me showing off the Kindle Scribe a little bit. So it'll be a one two punch this episode and then the video demo. I'm going to encourage you as pro members to Listen to this and not just watch the video, but hey, we'll see. Well, you know, it's it's your life. Uh, if you want to sign up for How I Built It Pro, you can head over to How I Built It slash Pro and sign up for just five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year, and that's uh, that's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks, right? So again, that's How I Built It slash Pro for just five bucks a month or fifty bucks a year. Now let's get into the intro and then my thoughts on the Kindle Scribe. Hey everybody and welcome to How I Built Bits, a shorter clip show where I highlight a tool, piece of software, or technique that will help you in your creator business. My name's Joe Casabona and these episodes are short, so let's get into it. All right, so let's get into this. My initial thoughts on the Kindle Scribe. There's an accompanying blog post about this too if you wanna read about it. But basically, like I said in the intro, I've long considered getting the Remarkable 2. I've seen it demoed in a bunch of places. Uh, I've seen it in real life. Uh, Shout out to Meg Stevenson, uh, who gave me like a full walkthrough at Craft & Commerce over the summer. Uh, But I've never pulled the trigger because I just, I didn't think that it would add that much value to my current workflow. I've written about the iPad mini. I love the iPad mini. It's my all-in-one device. But uh, the thing with the iPad mini or the iPad pro is they weren't really like the Goldilocks device for me for taking notes and reading, right? Because even if I'm doing uh, distraction-free stuff, distractions still find their way through when I'm using a device like that and so I've always wanted a dedicated device but the main requirement is that I'd want to read my books on it and most of my books come from the Kindle store and part of the reason I've always been partial to reading these Kindle books is is I like taking notes in and on them um, and my iPad mini did that just fine for a while but then Amazon announced the Kindle Scribe, and I sat on that for a while. Uh, I, I went to order it immediately, and then I thought I need to save money, and I don't know how much value this is going to add, but then I have heard people talking about it before it came out, and I thought, you know what, let me see what I can do. And you know what, it was more affordable uh, they had an initial deal for Prime members. And if you traded in an old Kindle device, you got the trade-in value and you got a, a bigger discount on the device. So I got that $500 device down to $200. Uh, and I wrote 280 here. That, it was actually $238 when all was said and done. So I got it to less than half the price uh, that I was initially looking at. So really happy. It came, there was like a weird shipping issue and I got it a few days later than I expected, but it, it's here and I love it. So here are my initial impressions. It's big at like 10 inches, I think, but it's not too big. It's super thin. So it's not heavy. And I will say it being super thin make, made me buy, I, I didn't have a case for it. um, And I bought a case for it because this is the first device I've had in a while where I was worried I was going to break it, or if I left it in the wrong spot, my kids were going to break it, um, which could still be the case. I'm, I'm going to keep it away from where my kids hang out, but really thin and light. And honestly, the size, I mean, this holding it just without the case, again, it's like a little slick, um, but it's not it's big but it's not too big, right? And I love the extra space on the side of uh, like on one side where you can grip the device um because you don't have that on on iPad or iOS devices. iPad OS devices. You, you kind of need to hold it in the kind of weird way or obscure part of the screen. So I like that you don't really need to do that with the Kindle. It's definitely a, a, a single purpose device for reading and writing and i'll get to that in a minute or in a a few minutes right um reading on it is nice because of the size i can crank up the font uh without feel without it feeling too crowded uh and this is like i guess it's a little me getting older but i like having the font size a little bit bigger on my reading devices. not my phone my phone is still in the normal font size but uh i like having since i have the extra space it's a little easier for me to grok when, uh, when the font size is bigger. Um, it, it comes with all the standard Kindle features with the lighting, the backlighting, uh, and the warmth, and it has a dark mode. I don't know if other Kindle devices have dark mode, but that was a cool feature. Um, but that's all part of the Kindle, right? The thing that I was excited about was the writing feature, and I love their notebooks feature. I've been using the Kindle Scribe as my primary note-taking device this week, and it's been great the case I got uh, has magnets in it and folds in a very clever way so that uh, you can use it like standing straight up, right? So it's um, the bottom of the case is flat and the the uh, device is perfectly vertical, which it's very sturdy. I was using that to read yesterday. Uh, but also, if you turn it around, it puts the Kindle on a slope um, and it's like a really nice like writing tablet, like perfectly elevated. I was really shocked at that. So it's sturdy. It's a really nice case. And uh, it's like a flip cover, uh, almost like a reporter notebook. Uh, so, and and again, it turns into this really cool, um, like elevated writing uh, situation where I'm not like flat. And it's I, it's really perfect. I, I'm I couldn't be happier with the way with like ergonomically how I'm writing with this case. Uh the the pen is light and it's super neat. Uh there's an eraser. I got the premium pen. So the eraser on the other end, right? So you just you turn it around and you erase like it's a pencil. There's also a shortcut button that you can configure. Uh, I use it to highlight. You can use it for uh pen, which is what the main feature is or the main function is. Uh eraser, which if you don't have the the premium pen, maybe you want to do that. Uh, So there's pen, eraser, highlight, and then sticky note. So, and I had it set on that for a while, but that's only in Kindle books. And I was using the highlight feature like across the whole device. So that's what my shortcut is. I use mine to highlight. Uh, Writing on the device uh, is the most paper-like I've ever experienced on a digital device. And I've used like multiple screen protectors for the iPad that are supposed to be similar to paper, including the rather expensive paper like cover. Um, and this has been just great. Um, I'm really happy with it. Some people have reported a lag. I don't notice a lag. So if there is one, I don't notice it, people have no- uh, have said that there's like a gap, you can see a gap between your pen and then where like the writing, Again, I don't, I'm don't. i not looking at it that closely. It, it doesn't notice or bother me. I've also never used any of these other competing devices, right? So I'm coming in pretty cold. This is the first e-ink device that I've used as a notebook. So maybe if you've used the Remarkable, this is not for you. I haven't used any, and I'm so happy with this device so far. Um, you can directly mark up PDFs that's so good. You send it to your Kindle and it's just there to mark up. It's great. Again, you can do that on the iPad, but it's a very pleasant distraction-free experience on the Kindle Scribe and the battery life is incredible. Uh, The main shortcoming I have found with this device is honestly the lack of ability to get my RSS feeds onto the device. I would love for this to be my one and only reading device, right? And so that means I'd love to choose between articles I've gathered and books I'm currently reading or PDFs I've sent um instapaper has a way to do this right you where it'll automatically email a digest to you every day at a certain time uh, but this is not necessarily the Kindle's fault um it 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 is in the sense that there's no app ecosystem and so like there's just no native RSS reader there is a website f- specifically for I Know Reader, which is my current RSS reader. But again, it's 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 not all the way Kindle's fault because articles written for the web just don't really work that well on a book medium. If there are embedded links, for example, and I send an article to my Kindle, I can't click on that link and the link might not look great on the Kindle anyway. So this is maybe it's a pipe dream. Maybe that's why the Kindle's been around for so long, but there's not been like staying power with any of these RSS to Kindle apps. I'm going to try more. I'm going to sign up for Instapaper Premium and try more with that. Uh, Readwise also released their new reader. It's like super in beta. You can't even import like an OPML. You can't even import RSS feed exports to it yet. It's supposed to be like an all-in-one thing though. And if that can send things to the Kindle, that would be killer for me. Uh, I pay for like the lower tier on Readwise to get my digests of highlights and things like that. But um, again, that might be a tough nut to crack. And so Instapaper looks like my best bet, but that's not really Kindle's fault. Uh, Now, I have seen reviews where uh, people have compared it to the iPad. And I just want to say it's not the iPad. Like, it's not. If you want the iPad, get the iPad. I have this... Because I I don't want an iPad to read on. I want something that looks and feels like a book, but it's not a book. And I want something that can't get notifications. That's the big benefit of e-readers to me. So if you, I mean, if you're reviewing it or you're watching a review and you hear a lot of, or you're saying a lot of, well, I mean, it doesn't do this, but the iPad can. Then this is not the device for you. Like, it's just not. Like, if if you expect it to have feature parity with the iPad, um, then it's not for you. Now, if you're like, you know, oh, the Remarkable 2 does this better then like, yeah, that's that's a that's a fair comparison. Um, But I bought this specifically so that I would have my Internet connected devices with me less. Right. So theoretically, I could leave my phone and my iPad in a different room and just have the Kindle Scribe with me and read and still write notes when I get ideas. So that is those are my initial thoughts on the Kindle Scribe. I love it so far. Like I said in the beginning, if you want to see a video demo of it, I'm doing that for members of How I Built It Pro. You can sign up over at How I Pro. I'll link to the Kindle Scribe. It'll be an affiliate link uh, in the show notes for this episode and over on. How I built.it. But that's it. Thanks for listening. And until next time, get out there and build something.